The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by the number one rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. We hit about 58% of our best bets on this show over the last three years. Over the last four years, we were up over 130 units, including me being up nine units this year. Check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, as well as at Ross Tucker Pod which is where you can find out when the show is posted and make sure you see the greatest and latest clips from all the different shows at Ross Tucker Pod, or they're all posted to our YouTube page as well. The star of this show, though, it's Steve Fezzik. We all know about the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Did you know only one person's ever won it twice? Yeah, it's Steve. And we have them every week at Fezzik Sports on Twitter And I got to tell you, Steve, it is a very unique time for betting on sports right now. I ended up being down one unit for the week. It was a roller coaster of a week. My one unit I lost was last night. I had the Patriots supposedly going to play on Sunday with Cam Newton getting seven points and watching how that game unfolded, Steve. I'm pretty confident they would have been within seven points if Cam Newton played. Well, I have good news for you, Ross, because your plus seven bet that you made last week would have been canceled with the change in the schedule to Monday. Games have to go on the date that they're uh, scheduled for at most sports books. So that should be a no action bet. Oh, I didn't even know that or think of that. Nice. I got to tell Sean Grady, our, uh, our awesome Australian. I didn't realize that, Steve. So, you know, if Cam just didn't play... I'm I'm out of luck, but because they changed the, the, what's it, the location or the time? The, uh, they changed the day. It went on Monday instead of on, uh, on Sunday. So 98% of the books, when you change the day of the game, it's no action on the grading. That is awesome. All right. So 
I am still up 10 units then, Steve. You are down two units. Uh, let's dive right into it. It's the recap of what we did last week. This week's interesting because there's a bunch of games that are off the board right now, including the Patriots game with Cam status up in the air. There's some teams with buys, so not as many games this week. We'll dive into our recap, though, first, Steve, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Started last Thursday night, Broncos-Jets, I was calling the game. I took the under 40. It didn't just go over, Steve. It flew over. Broncos 31, Jets 28. You and I also both lost on the Bucks chargers under. We'll get to that a little bit later. That was a best bet. I'm bringing it up now, Steve. I'm done with unders. I mean, I, I lost three units to unders last weekend in week four. And the scores of these games, Brian and I mentioned on yesterday's Ross Tucker football podcast, it's crazy. I mean, 31-28, 35-29, 31-21. 29 39-38. Bucks Chargers, 38-31. Didn't just go over. It flew over. I, I, I know the Lions are making an adjustment, Steve. But these games are, I mean, it's crazy right now. Yeah, last week I think it was nine four and two to the over average scoring in the NFL now is uh, above fifty points. I think it's fifty one point seven points prior to Monday night. Maybe they'll bring it down to fifty one. <laughs> to put that in context, last year's average was forty six and a half. Colts Bears, we had nothing. Saints Lions, uh, you put a unit on the Lions. What a disaster they are, Steve. I mean that. I, I've never seen a team – they're like the Falcons. They get these big leads every game and then blow them. If you are going to lose your money on the Lions, probably better to bet them first half. Historically under Patricia, the Lions have been an average team in the first half, a terrible team in the second half where they've been outscored by four points on average in the second half. But you still lost despite a 14 nothing lead on the Lions. They still didn't cover the first half last Sunday. Yeah, uh, Steve, it's a it's a really good point. Um, as we keep it moving, next up was Cardinals Panthers. Neither one of us had a bet there. You leaned Carolina. That was a good one. Then Jags Bengals. I put two units on it. You only put one unit on it. I thought the Jags had a great chance to win the game outright. You know what, Steve? The Jags are who we thought they were before the season started. They stink. They were lucky that it was even that close, to be honest with you. Miles Jack had a crazy interception in the end zone. They should have lost by even more. Yeah, Mixon ran all over them despite showing up on the injury report. Just a big disappointment. I Hey, we were ahead of it, Ross. We took Jacksonville plus the field goal. The Jags, that line came all the way down to one. They were cutting in line to bet Jacksonville plus one and a half at post. No good. I lost two. You lost one. Then we get to the Browns-Cowboys. I put two units on the Browns, getting four and a half. That line never made sense to me. I felt really good about the handicap there. They obviously beat the Cowboys by 11 points, 49-38. So that was two units in our favor. Then we get to the Seahawks-Dolphins. Neither one of us had anything there. Then we get to... Chargers, Bucks, and Chargers, Bucks. Steve, you had um, 
You had the Bucks. No, I'm sorry. You had the Chargers getting seven and a half. And we both had the under. We already touched on that. Wow. 38-31. I mean, wow. But so we we both lost two units there. We were 0-2, unfortunately, on our best bets this week. Uh, but you did get the two units for the Chargers staying within the seven and a half. Ravens were laying 12 and a half. It, that, that line was all over the place. It got up to like 14, 14 and a half. So we got the better of that number. I put one unit on the Ravens. That cashed for me. Um, should mention also for the Chargers Bucks, I had the Bucks and Bears in a two-team teaser, two units. I teased the Bucks down to one and a half and the Bears up to eight and a half. And wow, Steve, I got to tell you, very fortunate that I won that. I mean, the Bucks had to have a furious comeback to win by at least one and a half because they were down by, I think, 17 of the Chargers at some point. And the Bears did nothing except on the last drive, Foles hit Allen Robinson a couple times, crazy touchdown catch. Then they get the two-point conversion. Oh, you know, we talk about bad beats a lot, Steve. Whatever the opposite of a bad beat is, I I I got very fortunate on that two-team teaser with the Bears and the Bucks. But I'll take it. It was two units. Yeah, and, you know, Anthony Lynn, I got a comment on this. If you didn't see it, end of the first half, there's like 40 seconds left. The Chargers are on their own seven. They hand the ball off to their backup running back who fumbles, and they give Tampa seven points. This is just – I understand that these coaches know all the X's and O's and they're a hundred times smarter than I am, but may I curse? I won't curse. Gosh, darn it. Hire someone to tell you what to do. You don't run the ball and risk a turnover. We learned this in all the right moves with Tom Cruise game was over. And instead of just doing a quarterback sneak, they handed it off. They got the coach fired. Tom Cruise got kicked off the team. Did they not see the movie? Did they not get the memo? Russ, what is wrong with these NFL – I blame the owner, actually, because the owner should be smart enough to have someone to tell him that the coach is an idiot and he has to mandate that the coach has to hire a strategist or the coach gets fired. I like it, Steve. I like the fire. Um, Ravens, Washington, we talked about that. I got a unit on the Ravens. I laid a lot of points on the road. I don't care. It won. Vikings, Texans, nothing. Giants, Rams, nothing. Bills, Raiders, nothing. Eagles, Niners, we had nothing. Man, a bunch of games in a row where we didn't have anything. Patriots, Chiefs, I had one unit on the Patriots, but that uh, that ended up not counting against me because they changed the day. I didn't even know that. I love it. Although, I don't know, Steve. I might I might still let take the negative unit because if they won – if, my, if that bet won, I wouldn't be saying I'm not taking it. You know what I mean? We'll send it into accounting and we'll get back to everyone next week. <laughs> um, although, so then, and I didn't have anything on the Packers-Falcons. You had a great two-team teaser. You teased the Packers and the Chiefs both down to minus one, and they both won very comfortably. So that was two units for you. So we did good on our teaser, Steve. No good. My my teaser on the Chiefs doesn't count either, Ross. I lose that winner. Why? Because the change of date? Change of date. 
Okay. All right. So we're both. I was well. I was going to take the loss on the uh, Patriot so that you could count your teaser. But all right. Team player. Team player. Okay. So that's the rule, Steve. Well, and it did change the line dramatically. Yes, and by rule, if you play a two-team teaser and you go one and oh, and the second leg isn't played, it's just a refund. Okay, so you don't lose your teaser. It's just a no play. Right. Same with me on the Patriots. Okay, good to know. Uh, Steve, two-team teaser as well. All right, uh, all of those lines, by the way, were presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Love the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The same lines we use for week number five in the NFL. Let's do it, Bry. All right, Ross. Let's start off Thursday night football where the Tampa Bay Bucks laying five and a half points at the Chicago Bears with a total of 44 and a half points. Really torn on this one. Um, feeling like the way Brady played after that pick six that I should lay the points with the Bucks, but the Bears defense is pretty good. And the Bucks defense disappointed me against the Chargers. I don't see Foles playing that poorly again. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away. You know, you got your miracle cover with the Bears on the teaser. Their offense did nothing for 57 minutes of that game. Can't trust the Bears with no offense pass. All right, Steve, for Sunday, the first game will be Carolina at Atlanta. Carolina getting three points, a total 54 and a half. All right, two pretty equal teams in my power ratings. Home field's not worth close to three points. So certainly Carolina attractive catching the three. Two units, Carolina plus the three. Don't understand this line at all. Carolina has played very well the last two weeks. They were especially impressive against Arizona. Neither one of those wins was a fluke at all. Meanwhile, the Falcons, they're like, they lost six DBs. I mean, they got two more hurt last night. Julio Jones couldn't play in the second half. I love the Carolina Panthers in this game. Short week for the Falcons. I am putting three units on the Carolina Panthers getting the three points. It is a best bet. The best bet. Ross, the Las Vegas Raiders are 12-point underdogs at the Kansas City Chiefs 56 and a half the total I'm seeing 12 and a half bro I'm going to refresh it real quick and uh yeah I'm seeing 12 and a half what are you seeing Steve 12 and a half yeah I'm seeing 12 and a half I'm a little torn on this one because when's the last time Mahomes played two bad games in a row he had a he had a below average game last night that, that was the opportunity for the Patriots. That was the opportunity for someone to knock them off. That is a lot of points, though. You know what? I'll put one unit on the Raiders. They actually moved the ball against the Bills. It was just an issue of turnovers. One unit on the Raiders getting the 12 and a half. Yeah, you nailed it. It was a Waller fumble and a car fumble in the third quarter that um, blew up some Raider drives against the Bills. Pretty evenly played game. And I love on the post game, Carr saying, I'm sick of losing. I'm tired of this. We got to turn it around. When was the last time you saw a perennial losing team at two and two have a quarterback go off like that? That's a buy sign on the Raiders. And Kansas City, 
They're 12 and one against the spread. Their last 13 games, the point spread tax has finally caught up with these Chiefs on a short week. Raiders, two units, best bet. The best bet. Steve, the LA Rams laying nine points at the Washington football team, 45 and a half total. Yeah, very interesting game. Uh, you know, one thing I don't like is that Rivera has gone on record saying, you know what? If these games are decided, you know, I'm not going to prolong the game. I'm not going to look to, like, just make the score respectable, et cetera. Now, I know Washington got in the back door last week against Baltimore after RG3 threw a interception. But um, given Rivera's comments, that makes me a lot less inclined to take points because if Washington's down 14, are they really going to scratch and claw to get me the back door? I'll pass. Yeah, I'm passing this one as well. I'd probably lean Rams, but Washington's all right. I mean, they they could have they, they did cover for some people on Sunday after Harbaugh put RG three in for some unknown reason. Ross, the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting six points at the Houston Texans, fifty four the total. Yeah, I think Steve's going to talk about the interim coach first game boost after a guy gets fired, but. I'm not doing it. That's a stay away from me. I don't know how the Texans are going to react. They're not a very good team. Neither is Jacksonville, but this is a pass for me. Too much unknown. Yeah, and O'Brien is a good coach. He's just a bad general manager. Romeo Cornell is a bad coach. So hard to get me to invest in a team with a coaching downgrade, even if the team is more motivated. I pass. Uh, Steve, the next one is Buffalo, Tennessee, and there's no line on that. We don't even know if the game is going to get played. We hope it will. Fingers crossed. We'll move on to Arizona and the Jets. Cardinals laying six and a half points in New York, 47 and a half the total. So Joe Flacco steps in for the Jets. You know, once a week, I there's a game that I just have no idea. <laughs> Arizona disappointed last week. I'm going to pass this game. I'm with you, Steve. I, I really don't know which way to go there in that one. I'm seeing the line up to seven now, Bry, but um, I'm passing the game. Arizona, I mean, the Jets are obviously a bad team. I'm not really sure what Arizona is right now. I might have to check, though, Steve, our, uh, our Carolina bets, our Las Vegas bet. I wonder if they're a best bet over at BetQL as well. You can get the BetQL app that has the algorithms that scan hundreds of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every game and gives you the reasoning behind why you should place the bet. Also show you top best bets that have been the most profitable. If all you did was take their five-star best bets, you'd be way up if you just took them. So go to betql.com, enter the code ROSS20 for 20% off your first payment, or get the BetQL app on your phone. BetQL.com, Ross20 for 20% off your payment, or the BetQL app. Next game, Steve, it's the Battle of Pennsylvania. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. Eagles getting seven points with a total of 45. So I'm going to go under the 45, three units here. Uh, I know it's difficult to play unders in the NFL, but... You've got a Steelers team with Big Ben just being serviceable. The defense is still awesome for the Steelers with a, yeah, maybe a slightly below average or above average offense. 
And you look at Philly, and they are just really, really hurting on offense right now. But that defense is playing well. So I've got both defenses having the key advantages in, the, in this game. I will certainly go under three units. Interesting, Steve. I can kind of see that, the way the defenses are playing in that game, especially the D-lines. Um, I'm going to put one unit on the Eagles. I just think that they will be able to keep it close. I don't envision them winning the game. I don't know what to expect with the Steelers coming off the weird bye. But coming off that win, I expect the Eagles to at least make this a competitive game. So one unit on the Eagles getting the seven points. Ross, the Cincinnati Bengals getting 13 and a half at the Baltimore Ravens, 51 the total. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bengals are significantly better than Washington, primarily because of the quarterback. 13 and a half seems like a lot to me. I know the Ravens didn't play great against Washington, but I don't know why they're going to play great against Cincinnati. Bengals coming off a win, feeling good about themselves. I'll take uh, I'll take the Bengals one unit getting the 13 and a half. The, the problem I have with this is that Baltimore is most certainly a bully. They don't do well in their biggest games against their best opponents, but they beat the heck out of the bad teams that they play. I'll pass. The next two games are off the board. Miami, San Francisco, not knowing the status of Jimmy G and Denver, New England, not knowing the status of Cam Newton. So, Steve, we move on to the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. Giants, nine and a half point underdogs, 54 the total. So I thought I'd be taking the Giants, and I, I go and look at my power ratings, crunch the numbers, and it makes it right there. It makes it a nine-point favorite. The Cowboys are an enigma. Last year, great offense, great stats, mediocre team. This year, the Cowboys offensively, great stats. And they're a well below average team because their defense stinks and they turn the ball over. Now, the wise guys, when they see that, they typically expect, oh, it just cannot continue. But then you watch Dak Prescott and company and some of the plays they, they call, even on their second touchdown, where Dak splits it into a, a really tight window. It's a turnover waiting to happen on a lot of his passes right now and certainly that defense wow chubb goes out for cleveland top 10 running back in the league browns still run for 300 yards on this team i'm gonna pass passing this game as well um not really sure what to expect from either team but especially the giants that was actually a pretty credible performance by them against the la rams i said this on today's power rankings ross tucker football podcast but they are just much, much better coached than are like the Jets, for example, and probably the Cowboys for that matter. Ross, the Indianapolis Colts are three point favorites at the Cleveland Browns with a total of 47 and a half. Yeah, I don't really understand this line. Um, I know the Colts defense is playing really well, but their offense isn't playing that great. And the Browns are on a roll here. I think this is about an even game. Maybe the Colts are a little bit better. But I'll put, I'll put uh, two units on the Browns getting the three points. This is how I do it. If I think a team has a pretty good chance to win outright and they're getting three points, I'll put two units on them. Two units on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I lost with the Bears hosting the Colts, but the Browns are a much better team than the Bears, and I'm still catching that three. Um, I'm going to make two bets on this game. I think the Colts' defense is awesome. 
possibly the best in the NFL, but the Colts' offense is average, and Cleveland certainly should be able to hold them in check. I expect this to be a 20-17 to 17 type game. I don't know who's going to win, but I'll be on the under for two units, and I will take the Browns plus the three for two units. Best bet. The best bet. Sunday night football, Steve. It's Minnesota at Seattle. Minnesota getting seven points. The total here is 57 and a half. So Seattle continues to cover game after game despite having underwhelming stats, and they just cover games by a point here, a point there. Um, It's hard to step in front of a team like that, but uh, I would certainly lean towards Minnesota, but – Frankly, Russell Wilson is playing at such an elite level right now. I'm not eager to be betting against Seattle again. I'll pass. I'm impressed by how Minnesota's played offensively the last couple weeks. I was not expecting them to play that well against the Houston Texans. So I think they're going to be able to put some points up here. So I think they win the game. I'm going to do a two-team teaser. I'm going to tease the Seahawks down to minus one. Because uh, I think they'll win the game, but the Vikings might be able to keep it close. And I'm also going to tease the Saints down to minus two against the Chargers in the Monday night game. So uh, both primetime games, Sunday and Monday, I'm teasing the favorite down six points. So the Seahawks are at minus one. Saints are at minus two. It's a two-unit, two-team teaser for me with the Seahawks and the Saints. And Ross, well, you've already said what you're going to do for Monday Night Football. So, Steve, what are you going to do Monday Night Football? It's the Chargers and the Saints. Chargers, eight-point underdogs, 52 the total. I'm going to pass the game. I don't trust Anthony Lynn not to make another bonehead move with the play calling that cost him the cover. And noodle arm breeze sure looked impressive from what I saw last week and probably going to get back Michael Thomas now. So I'll pass. There you have it. We still have a uh, a bunch of best bets this week, which is awesome. Love it. Love when we have best bets. There are some buys this week uh, as well. No Packers. No uh, Lions. Who else isn't playing? Detroit. Um, is it Detroit? Yeah, no Detroit. So there's some teams that have buys. But there you go. We got uh, several best bets that we're both on. So that's exciting. Looking forward to it. Go Carolina. Go Cleveland. It should be an awesome, awesome week number five in the NFL. Other than that, make sure you check out Fantasy Feast podcast tomorrow. Ross Tucker football podcast, power rankings today. Andrew Brandt tomorrow. Greg Cosell Thursday. All my straight up picks, including my score on Friday's Ross Tucker football podcast. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.